The Mind Aware, 147. She said, they're just big kids in suits. Now go and teach them. Feel good first, then take action. Feel good, act great. Oh, I'm flattered. I'm so excited I went and got a haircut. I am so glad to be here with you, Miss Dana. We're redefining who we are and how we're supposed to live. I distinguished early on in my adult life that time freedom was so important to me. (laughs) Being able to travel in my neoprene shorts, being able to say, I'm not going to travel today and I'm going to sit home and I'm going to play with my daughter. The first is just having that awareness. What does that mean to love yourself? It's now or never to follow your dream. We're really glad we sucked when no one was paying attention to us. Please enjoy this classic interview with Patty Kovacan. Hi there. Are you tired of feeling guilty every time you say no? Would you like to just get over it once and for all? Well, I am here with Patty Kogatek, former Catholic nun and author of A Change of Habit. And she has the secret to help you stop feeling guilty. So hi, Patty. Hello there, Dana. Good morning. Good morning. Great to have you here. Patty, I'd love to have you start by telling just a little bit about your story. And this is revealed in your book, A Change of Habit. You really have just such an interesting background. So can we start there? Tell us a little bit about that. Well, my book is uh, called A Change of Habit, A Spiritual Journey from Sister Mary Kateri to Sister Mary Vodka. And it kind of recounts my spiritual journey that started um, in Omaha, Nebraska, when a religious Eddie hurled me into the convent at age 18. You know, I went to Catholic grade school and high school, and I, I call myself a guilt sponge. I was living my life for others and always trying to please people. So my deeply embedded guilt of and seeking to be perfect and to seek approval, drove me into the convent, and I said yes to my earthly father and yes to my heavenly father. How could you say no, especially to God? But in the convent, you know, I didn't find the happiness that I thought I would. I didn't find happiness in the rites and the rituals and all the rules. So I left the convent after seven years, and I assumed that I could just pick up my life and move on. But that was not the case. Um, once my religious habit came off, the long practice habits of, that I learned in the convent proved debilitating, and that led me to a 12-year failed marriage. Um, after that marriage, I finally had to look in the mirror of reality, and I was able to break free of those patterns. So I share my seven secrets to guilt-free living that I discovered along my way in the book in hopes that other people um, will be able to toss the guilt aside and live the happy life that they're intended to live. Awesome. I love that. This is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show, and we are talking to Patty Kogatek about the importance of guilt-free living. And actually, let's dig into that a little bit more, because I think you touch on some things. Perfect analogy when you're talking about going from being a Catholic nun and, you know, living under so much obedience and then having to break away from that lifestyle and try to live guilt-free. I mean, I think you represent uh, an issue in this culture. I mean, why do you think it is such a big issue to live guilt-free without all this guilt? Well, you know, when we're growing up, we get so much guilt. 
um, from our families and from our upbringing and from the culture and from religion. And we absorb it from an early age. We learn to be obedient, and then everything goes smoothly at home. And um, we learn perfection. You know, everyone, if you can't do it right, you know, the first time, you know, don't don't do it at all. And we learn to be perfect. We learn to perform. We learn to, you know, seek perfection. We learn to procrastinate if we're going to hurt somebody, and we look for praise. So, you know, there's so much that's demanded of us, and then we just carry this into adult life, and we don't even realize that we feel guilty about so many things. You know, women are supposed to be soft and demure and quiet, and sometimes if they break out of that mold, they're either whiners or they're termed, you know, they call them, I mean, and men can't show their emotions. They're called a baby, and they say, man up. I mean, we get that from our culture all the time. In religion, we have commandments, we have precepts, we have rules, we have everything that's ingrained in us from an early age we bring with us. And sometimes sometimes it's like subconscious. We don't even know that we're judging others and we're judging ourselves so harshly. And I think that's part of it. I mean, life is not meant to be perfect. I mean, you know, it's perfect in in the eyes of God and spirit and the overall picture, but day to day, it's it's not perfect. So mm. we get it from an early age, and it's t- it's tough to break away from that when everyone has such high expectations for us, including ourselves. Right. You hit on a few things that I think are really important in how we kind of get this way, because I, I often wonder, why is it we do feel so guilty when we say no or when we do things that make us happy? And I noticed you said as we're raised, we're learning to be obedient and we're learning to perform and we're looking for praise. And so it seems almost like we're continually, as we're growing up, looking outside of ourselves for that approval. And so maybe, mm-hmm. do you think that that plays a role when we're looking outside of ourselves continually for approval from those around us? Do you think that plays a role in having a difficult time really following our own voice on what we want to do? Well, you know, for so long we've looked outside. We looked to authority to tell us what to do. Like when I was growing up uh, Catholic, um, there was little choice. Um, for my decision making, I was told what to do, what uniform to wear, how to worship, what to eat on Fridays. And so there wasn't much opportunity for choice. Then when I did have a choice, uh, and an opportunity to, you know, exert my, you know, decision making muscle, all the little things I was taught came into play. Like you can't choose this because it's selfish. You can't say no because people won't like you. That people expect you to behave this way. It's, I never had the chance to really experience it. And so we look to others rather than ourselves. And I think, you know, parents today, they want so much for their children and they're afraid to let them fail. And I think we have to have a, a I want to call it a, a habit of failure or a tolerance for failure where we can let kids and people fail and realize it's a stepping stone to success. And so you have to learn that in an early age and learn to trust your own intuition and what's going inside you rather than look to approval and what other people want from you. I love that habit for failure. It's a great way to look at it. Very, very clever. This is Dana Wild, and you're listening to the Mind Aware Show. I'm talking to Patty Kogatek, the author of A Habit of Change. She's also known as Sister Mary Vodka. We're going to get into that in just a second. (laughs) She's here to help us understand why it's so important to not feel guilty if you want to grow a business, 
quickly. And so let's talk about that specifically. Why would it be important to get over feeling guilty? I mean, is there such a thing as good guilt or should we just get over it once and for all? Well, I think guilt is important and it's not necessarily bad. I kind of compare it to electricity. A little electricity is good. It can warm your home. It can heat your food, but too much of it can kill you. And it's the same way with guilt. I mean, guilt is good. I mean, it keeps us on the road of integrity with our, our moral conscience and our, our codes that we live by. It keeps society safe. But if it goes too far where you are living your life for other people and you make, you are out of touch with yourself making decisions with all of them in mind and not yourself, not your own happiness, but I call it analysis paralysis. And that's what happened to me when I was in the convent. I couldn't decide if I wanted to leave which I kind of did in my heart, but, you know, I felt guilty if I left and said no to God and let down my family and let down my superiors. So I call it analysis paralysis. I was stuck in a fearful stance, afraid to do anything. So that's what's unhealthy about it, when it really takes over your life. And, you know, you can see it in little symptoms, you know, a little guilt, you know, you're twisting your hair or biting your lip. Sometimes it's, you know, the symptoms are a little more like you get a knot in your stomach or you have a migraine headache. But sometimes it can really debilitate you and turn into self-loathing and drugs and alcohol and stuff like that to self-medicate. So you have to be aware of where guilt comes from and how to monitor it and how to handle it so it doesn't drive you into analysis paralysis. Patty, this is so powerful, what you're saying. I really, really appreciate this, this idea of, you know, just like like electricity a little bit goes a long way and too much will will kill you. It's great. And one thing that I want to mention, because you touched on it a little earlier, this is not just a woman's issue, is it? I mean, do you see this affecting both genders? Yes, I do. I get emails constantly from men and women of all faiths. And I think women are a little more vocal because they're seen as more vulnerable. They can tap into their feelings and express it without being judged by society. So if men are vulnerable, there again comes that soft emotional side that uh, men, you know, are not comfortable with expressing. But it goes across, it goes across the board, men and women. Fantastic. You're listening to the Mind Aware Show. I am Dana Wild. There are seven secrets to guilt-free living. And secret number three is the one that's going to help you grow your biz faster. So sit tight and you're going to find out what that is. Do you ever wish you had someone you could call for advice about your business? Maybe you want someone to look over your marketing strategy or evaluate your Facebook page. If so, then buy your side from the Mind Aware is for you. Learn more at joinbyyourside.com. By Your Side is a program where you have access to the best experts in the area of direct sales, marketing, leadership, social media, and more. That's joinbyyourside.com. And we didn't leave out mindset or your personal goals either. By Your Side has happiness, nutrition, fitness, and tapping experts too. It's your one stop for the best advice for the best you. Check out joinbyyourside.com and have the best coaches by your side. Welcome back to the Mind Aware Show. I'm Dana Wild, your host, and I'm here with Patty Kogatek. 
She's otherwise known as Sister Mary Vodka. I promise we're going to tell that story before we're done. Because Patty is a former Catholic nun, and she's the author of A Change of Habit. And she's here to help us understand that feeling guilty is bad for business. And she has seven secrets to guilt-free living, in fact. And secret number three is the ticket to get your business moving. And so, actually, why don't you reveal that, Patty? Tell us what secret number three is. Well, secret number three comes from a baseball analogy, and the secret says, you can't steal second base until you take your foot off first base. And that is so true in business, and it's so true in life, that we get stuck in a certain comfortable position and are afraid to take the risks, and we don't want to be thrown out at second, and we don't know all the um, variables that come our way, you know, so it's I think it's very applicable, not only to life, but to business. I think that, you know, people are just afraid to fail. And um, we need to know how to take our missteps and make them into stepping stones and really use that, that power. Sometimes our greatest failures can lead us and launch us into the greatest power that we have. Mm. And this secret number three kind of goes along with secret number five, and that is good judgment comes from experience, and experience comes from bad judgment. I got that from a Chinese fortune cookie, and that kind of puts another look at it when you talk about the habit of failure or the tolerance for failure. You know, we have bad judgments. Okay, what did we learn from it? And we have to move on. It's only a failure if we didn't learn something. We're here to learn, and we got to learn and move on. Boy, isn't that the truth? I I really love that perspective. You are listening to the Mind Aware Show. I'm your host, Dana Wilde, and I'm here with Patty Kogatek talking about guilt-free living. She's the author of A Change of Habit. And I love that idea that you're right. Experience does come from bad judgment, and experience comes from, from failure. And unless you're willing to take that leap and take your foot off of first base, you're never going to get there and you're never going to go make those mistakes that are going to help you learn. So it's fantastic, Patty. Good stuff. So what would be something I could do? What would be the first step I could take to start living more guilt-free? Well, really, there's about three things. And one, the first one is we really have to get in touch with your inner self, who you really are. You're not what you do. You're not what people tell you you are. You're not what People think you are. Sometimes we wear a mask of who we really are to please people and to fit in and um, to appear successful. Mm -hmm. So we have to do that. We have to learn to release that stress by a healthy release, like going within meditation, this kind of thing. Number two, I would say learn to say no and learn to disappoint people. It's okay. I grew up never wanting to disappoint anybody ever, and I could read it in their faces, and I could feel it when they were disappointed. You know, their words were like, uh, you know, you should have done this, or you, you know, you ought to do this, or you know, you can just, you can just feel it. And if we could just take those words, should and ought, out of our vocabulary, and always and never, we would reduce a lot of stress. If you could just take the word should and change that S to a C for could, it takes a lot of pressure off people. If you just listen to it and you say, um, you should do this, 
it just puts pressure on them, a little stress that they got to measure up and do it your way if they want your approval. But if you say, you could do this, that gives them a whole range of personal options that they could do, and it leaves the choice up to them without that that guidance. Awesome. So, so I would do that, and when you do feel that disappointment and when you say no, when you disappoint somebody, have an affirmation ready, like, um, I'm okay, I'm protecting my happiness, even though I let them down. So have something, comfort yourself. Yeah. Have a little self-compassion, some self-forgiveness, some self-acceptance, and know that disappointments are a part of everybody's life, and they'll pick up and move on as you should, too. Very nice. I love it. And I want to get to number three, too, because you'd mentioned there were three things. This is Dana Wild. You're listening to the Mind Aware Show. I'm talking with Patty Kogatek about the steps you can take to stop feeling guilty. You had so many points that you're making that are, are so great. I, I love number one is getting in touch with your, your inner self. Who mm-hmm. are you authentically? And number two is learning to say no. Be okay and with learn disappointing. To disappoint. learning, is it number three, learning to disappoint? No, that was number two. That went along. But number three is watch your words, okay. what you say to yourself and what you say to others. Um, and don't play the what if game, like what if I did this or if only I had done that. You know, watch our words and how we talk to ourselves. It's really important. I really like this. You know what's so interesting about this, Patty, is that if people would run their business like this, really start to figure out who their authentic selves were and, and say mm-hmm. yes to the right opportunities, they would find that their businesses mm-hmm. would grow so quickly and so easily because they would be acting from their true selves. They'd be living in joy, and it would be so easy to pick the right opportunities. It's just fantastic. Patty, I want to make sure people know where to find you. Can you let us know how, how people can get more information? You can get more information at my website, which is uh, com, or you can go to my Facebook page. It's called A Change of Habit. And I have um, daily inspirational photos or a little guilt-free message. And so and at the website, pattykogatech.com, there's a, a place for an email sign-in where you could sign up. And every Thursday, I put out a, um, a little guilt-free message and a, a thought for you. So either of those two places is probably the best. Boy, we can all use a little guilt-free message. I love that. I'm going to spell that for everybody. It is Patty, P-A-T-T-Y, Kogutek, K-O-G-U-T-E-K.com, PattyKogutek.com. And the book is A Change of Habit, A Spiritual Journey from Sister Mary Kateri to Sister Mary Vodka. That's all. I suppose we should finally reveal Sister Mary Vodka is the new you. Is that right, Patty? Sister Mary Vodka is the new me. <laughs> <laughs> and in order to find out more, you have to read the book. It's really a fascinating journey of going from being a, a Catholic nun to to transforming and not feeling guilty. Really, really interesting stuff. Thank you so much for being here, Patty. It's been awesome having you. Well, thank you so much. It was fun talking to you. Oh, I really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Mind Aware Show. And remember to check out our Facebook page at facebook.com slash themindaware. Please join us for tomorrow's episode. You deserve it.